0: On Ferret Street, which is home of Not Your Mama's Frosé. This is what I'm supposed to be reading, okay? So it says, Not Your Mama's Frosé. It's a perfect summer drink. So what does your mother used to drink? Edward Simon is here. What did your mother used to drink? Uh Coke.
1: That's Coke. it, yeah, just like I'm drinking right just now Just like you're drinking a Coke, yeah.
0: okay Does Mancini yeah. say, what did your mother drink? <laughs> Water Water, <laughs> really? Water and tea Water and tea, I wish she specializes in. Ingrid, I hope that your mother had something Ingrid Victoria, are we calling, <laughs> is that what we're calling you today?
2: Yes, you can call me Ingrid that.
0: Victoria, what did your mother drink?
2: Um, Lipton tea, a lot of tea
0: So you guys have the three straightest mothers of all time <laughs>
2: I guess so.
1: Well, when my dad went the complete opposite way, like somebody had to take care of business, you know what I mean? <laughs> he was a super alcoholic. <laughs> my dad... Uh, a drug abuser. He had, he had a... No, 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 no. He he wasn't, uh, you know, like uh, out of his mind or anything like that, but he liked to drink, you know?
0: Was he from here, New Orleans? Did mm-hmm.
1: you grow up here? Yes. Well, if you
0: grew up in New Orleans, you're supposed to like to drink, right? No. Isn't that the sort of the way? No, I think that's a myth. Is it really? For sure. <laughs> really? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I find yeah. that people like to drink in New Orleans. I very think people like to drink alcohol.
1: everywhere.
0: I don't know as much as they do here, though. Do you think?
2: I think maybe it's just more acceptable because the, the, the liquor laws, you can have it out on the street and everything. That's true. Yeah. Sure.
0: I think it's very alcohol centric. Does, do, didn't you move here from
3: California? It's like the Confederacy dunces.
0: <laughs> what part of California did you um, move
3: from? West LA. West L.A., that's yeah. like West Hollywood? No, no West like West. L- oh, Chester. like Brentwood type. Playa del Rey, yep. not quite, <laughs> Brentwood's a little too expensive. But <laughs> so what part of Venice, L.A.? Venice, Marina del Rey. Marina
0: del Rey, that's nice out there, right? Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Okay,
3: but right that is nice. And so when did you move here? Uh, about 10 years ago, I just saw a music scholarship and then I, I stayed. You got a music scholarship to what?
0: To uh, Loyola. Oh really? So did you notice the difference between alcohol centrism here in California when you moved, or
3: definitely? Well, the nightlife's a lot different. I mean, here you can like stay up 24 hours or 48. What you know, whatever you want to do, really. And out there, it kind of 72. 72. I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop. Um, oh yeah. Really? What were you on at the time? Ooh. <laughs> um, probably. Um, there's a triangle on Magazine Street between Miss May's Brothers Three and, you know, my buddy's house. So, <laughs> and anything and anything. But anyway, um, yeah, out there it kind of shuts down at 1.30. And I feel like LA is more about the the house hang Yeah, you as have opposed to like go being to someone's house after
0: 1.30 because yeah. everything's shut down.
3: Yeah. Right. But here. Well, here you can keep drinking. I
0: think people do drink a lot more here. And here people, I mean, not your mama's Frosé, mm-hmm. for example. Sure. So they expect that your mother made Frosé, apparently, although I, my mother didn't drink Frosé either. Anyway, Frozé is a frozen cocktail that's made with dry rosé, vodka, St. Germain, I don't even know what that is, Peixote's bitters, lemon juice, and a house-made strawberry basil syrup. It's actually very good. Have you, does anyone, right. to, April over here usually has one. Thomas has had a couple. Yeah, they're good. They are good. I yeah. Yeah. You, they come recommended by you, Thomas Walsh. Okay. And uh, how many do you have to have to get totally blasted?
3: I stopped at one.
0: Okay. How drunk were you after one?
3: I just remember I drank it too fast and I got an old school brain freeze. Like when you're a kid and <laughs> eat ice cream, you know. Right.
0: Look at these people outside the window today. So anyway, today Happy Hour is brought to us by Nola Pens, The only pens made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak. That's the one I'm holding in my hand. It try that. Cool. Try yeah. that pan. Tell me what you think of it it's elegant grant isn't it beautiful oh yeah it's a beautiful pan you can enough? get one you can get one of these from nolapans.com it's expertly it. crafted a limited it. edition writing instrument made from the actual tree that fell over in audubon park for real mm. also if you'd like to go buy basics on magazine street you can pick up yourself some lingerie and basics swimming gym also sells a full range of fashion swimsuits work out and yoga clothes with style. Namaste Couture is where you can find one-of-a-kind general natural gemstone jewellery. I don't know what's going on today. I think it's my new glasses. Soulful inspired clothes and heart-fueled intentions are designed by April Love. You can save 20% on all jewellery at namastecouture.com by entering the words happy hour into the coupon code. And thank you to the Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage, including Bayou Boogaloo, which is going on this coming Friday and Saturday if you listen to and this Sunday. and Sunday. It's three days. Yep. So what dates would that be? 19th, 20th and 21st of May 2019.
2: Oh, I'm not sure. um, I know Friday though it starts late. It starts at like 4:30 or 5. How Is do you
0: that know holiday? that? Are you involved with it? Somehow? Um yeah,
2: I am. I'm actually working at a booth uh doing makeup, face paint and henna.
0: Face paint, makeup and henna.
2: Yes. Chiku Rama a- booth. What's it called? Cheeky Rama booth.
0: Cheeky Rama. We'll
2: be doing uh, like hair braiding, makeup, glittering people up, just okay. making people fancy for the who, festival.
0: Is that your business or your? It's work? not
2: my business. No, I'm just working for them.
0: What do you? What do you? Why do you do that? Are um, they paying you or something?
2: Well, I get a commission. You know, it's a percent. What out of
0: everybody's. Th- face that you paint you get a commission that
2: yeah and what, and all. what
0: percentage are you getting on face painting? 60%. 60 percent yeah. 60 that's pretty good
2: I mean it's good yeah
0: so every little kid that walks past and you say hey no
2: we're not doing kids
0: <laughs> oh, is that right
2: there's a kid area and so there'll be there's going to be stuff like that for them over there um, and it's going to be more like adult face painting and makeup and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, we'll be by, I think, Pacifico Beer. Totally adult area. Rock
0: and roll. Yes. What kind of adult gets their face painted at Bible? Um
2: An adult like me? I don't know. <laughs>
0: no, really. Well, I mean, what sort of person?
2: What sort Are of person? Yeah. A person? Are they drunk? No, I wouldn't say. I mean, this is a very um, a costume-oriented city, so I would say uh, the majority of people from New Orleans uh, would get their... They would want some kind of costumey makeup.
0: The majority of people like to get their face painted. Yeah.
2: You don't? Uh, Do you, uh, not you a face painter?
0: I've never had my face painted. Have you uh, Well, have I?
3: Not voluntarily. I can't actually... <laughs> While you were passed out, someone painted your face? <laughs> no, but... Clo- I mean, yeah, sure. But um, I'm not a hockey fan, but I've never done it. Has anybody ever, you guys watch Seinfeld, right? Yeah, oh, everybody's watched Seinfeld. It's so. the face, the face paint. Yeah. The devil. Yeah. All it's right. hey, so does- that, that reference is over 20 years old at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, bad. I mean, Well, does is from
0: up. L.A., that's where they still watch TV. <laughs> so, does <laughs> I have to ask you about your name, because I've never met anyone called Does with D-U-Z. Is it a no, real it's dudes, name? Right? It's does. It does. Does
2: okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, I thought
0: it was Dews as well. But did you? Is it call short for something else? No,
3: my, my God-given name is Matthew. But um, when I was learning how to talk, I, I think I was trying to say brother. I kept saying buzzer, and then it kind of just morphed into does. Okay. Or buzzer, and then does. And then my brother didn't really like it, so he told everyone to call me Does. And I just I he thought didn't it was like spelt. he didn't your brother didn't like you Did you say? Didn't, well, we didn't like the debatable. name Matthew. Didn't like the name uh, Does. So you know, I was calling him Does all the time. When I was trying to say brother. So he he forced he it on me. He decided to call you Does. Yeah. And how
0: long ago was this now? We're talking this about. This is 28
3: 20, years ago. Right.
0: And you've moved across the country, and you could have told everybody in New Orleans that my name is Matthew, if you wanted. to. Yeah. When nobody would have
3: said, Oh, I thought you were Does. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, and then, then uh, you know, they say, you don't look like a Matthew. I, I've tried it before. It's you do look like Matthew, doesn't he, Edward? What does he look
0: like to you? Looks like a does. Does, yeah. <laughs> I thought he looks more like a half-does.
3: Have you heard all these? <laughs> uh, I've heard a few of them. Yeah. Does Buffalo, does Alamu, does um, there's, there's a bunch of them. Was. Do- right. That's what, you know. Does, was. Yeah. Has yeah. okay.
0: And what about the Mancini part of your name? That's Are you related talent. to Henry Mancini? Nothing to do no. with the famous Mancini. I usually
3: a lot of people get a rise To say them. yes. Yeah. Because you're in the music business. Exactly. It's a good idea to say Not no. Not to like get a leg up, just to see if I can really get this person going, though.
0: Right. I don't know if that's... Well, does it open any musical doors to say you're related to Henry Mancini?
3: No, but I used to, when I had a fake ID in high school, when I'd go by booze, people, they'd always ask me if I was late, I'd say yes. And they'd be like, so cool, nice to meet you. That, you know, give me I mean, my beer. So you know.
0: it has paid off. Oh,
3: yeah,
0: it's definitely extent. where, where yeah. it paid off. That's really cool. That's a, so listen, I got, a, I got an email here, Edward. Yes, sir. First of all, let's t- so where shall I start? I saw you in a play called Hedwig and the Angry, Angry Inch at yes, the sir. Happy Land Theater. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, I have to tell you, not just because you're sitting here, but I told everybody it was one of the best things I've ever seen on a stage. Thank you. Anywhere in my entire life. Thank you. And, and means a lot. you are amazing, an amazing Thank actor. You. And an Appreciate incredible it. actor. Thank in you. Fact. Who did he play? He played Hedvig. He was the lead actor. It was the amazing performance where he transformed from a woman into a man and mm-hmm. and the whole story. It, was, yeah, it okay. was a tour de force. It was, yeah. magnificent it was a magnificent piece time. of acting. It was a good time. So, and then I get this thing, of, you know, because the, grandma, the producer sends us information about people, mm-hmm. although she didn't actually send me this, but... But I did find this out about you So number five Let's start at the bottom Number five You're a doctoral student In clinical psychology
1: Yes sir How come? How come? Well Why not? Right? Because
0: because most people Can't act like that I haven't seen anyone The last person I saw Honestly I'm not just saying this Mm -hmm. The last person I saw Who you remind me of Was Harvey Fierstein Wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And I haven't seen acting like that since then. That's so kind. So I you, appreciate but it. You know, I can't be the only person to say that.
1: Well, I mean, I get a lot of compliments, but uh, I have various interests in life. And honestly, I feel like any work that I've done in psychology has only made me a better actor. Right. You know?
0: But if you can act that well, as good as anybody on Broadway or as mm-hmm. good as anybody in Hollywood, mm-hmm. which you are, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to capitalize on that and be a famous, incredibly successful Actor, or would you are you turning your back on
1: the left? No, not turning my back on it, but having the desire is uh, you know, sometimes that's just not enough. There's a lot of hurdles into becoming a famous actor, you know, and there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into that. And I'm not just talking about sacrifice in terms of like, oh, you have to sleep on somebody's couch or this, you have to leave people you love, you have to leave people behind, you have to lose friendships, you grow distant with family, you don't see your home, you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot that you have to let go of in order to pursue that life. Like, everything becomes concentrated into this one very specific aspect of who you are, and, uh, you know, I I feel like you lose aspects of your character in the process, too, and it's not a diminishment of anybody that pursues acting, but I do feel like... It sure sounds like it. It sounds horrible. No, no, it doesn't sound horrible. I just feel like anything that... um, You know, bears fruit. There's a lot that goes into it. And you're
0: talking about to be successful, you have to sacrifice your entire life. You're talking about leaving people you love. Unless you have some
1: sort of advantage that other people don't have. Well, what about having
0: superior talent? That would be what I would think would be a major advantage.
1: um, It hasn't been. Just, you know, in my experience, it hasn't been.
0: So but being a super talented actor does not give you a leg up in Hollywood or Broadway?
1: I think it gives me a leg up over maybe like a not so super talented person, you know, right. but uh, it just I, I feel like it's just more than talent. And that's not me trying to uh, take the easy way out or anything like that because I'm more than willing to put in work in life. It's just, um, I don't know, I, I wasn't willing to give up these other aspects of my life to have that specifically. Maybe at one other point in my life I would have, but...
0: So you too? Are Not you so too old for that? You, mean? you passed it.
1: No, I just don't. Um, I don't have a desire for for the outcome of fame or right anything like that. It, you know,
0: do you have to want to be famous? Couldn't you just want? Is there? Is it possible as an actor to want to be successful without being famous? Or do the two things go together? Because nobody really wants, in their right sure. mind, wants to be famous. Sure. I don't think.
1: But from where I'm standing, I, I felt like the performance that I gave last fall was successful, you know? I, I, I don't feel like I was turning my back on that part of my life or who I was. It, just because it wasn't on Broadway doesn't, to yeah, me, feel right. like it was, it was not a success. It was a success. It was a major success, so.
0: but I walked out of there thinking, what the hell is this guy doing here?
1: I don't know. Why it, is it, it this guy on Broadway? If you, if you got the hookup on Broadway, you know, i uh, uh, well, we'll sit down does, and talk to somebody. does have the hookup on uh,
0: Broadway. Yeah. He's part <laughs> of the man scene. My great uncle's
3: <laughs> been scoring Broadway's for...
0: That's super cool. Lifetimes now. Yeah, really? Yeah. No, like
1: seriously?
3: His name's Henry Mancini. All right, here we go. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, you don't know anyone on Broadway at all? Um, other than Henry. Who's dead, by the way. Uncle. No, I don't. I don't. Ingrid, are you hooked up on Broadway?
2: Oh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, nothing's coming to mind.
1: It's okay. Me neither. It's okay. We don't, You're the most hooked yeah. up person we
0: know. Someone has Possibly. got to go to one of those performances like I did and go, Holy shit, who is this guy?
1: That was always the dream as a kid, you know, like uh, you see it on TV all the time that yeah. you're going to be performing in some place and some A&R representative right. is going to walk in and offer you a record deal or whatever. And uh, My experience has been different. It doesn't really work that way. But, uh, you know, for anybody who it does work for, good for you. Awesome.
0: Okay, so if I can you find know? someone to introduce you to on Broadway mm-hmm. that would cast you,
1: what about Brian
0: Bat? Do you know him? Yeah, I love Brian. Okay, so he knows everybody.
1: Brian's doesn't he own, agree with he, me he's got his own career to worry about though you know what but I mean? did he
0: agree with me that you're super talented
1: i feel like he enjoyed the show okay i do yeah, yeah.
0: so he's the guy he's the guy we know who's this broadway star he's <laughs> been in, he was in he's been in a lot of stuff he's been a
1: lot of stuff yeah yeah and he was
0: on madman he was like a big deal on Mad Men.
1: he does a lot of stage work but i think right now he's focusing primarily on uh tv and movies and right. and what have you but he knows oh. everybody No, no, no. I'm calling him right as soon as we we get out of here.
0: In
1: fact, we can call him right now from here. (laughs) I I just took uh, Brian's photographs recently for uh, St. Louis magazine. He's doing a show uh, called... um, Oh, gosh, what's it called? Um, It's basically uh, kind of an autobiographical uh, one-man show that he writes about his relationship to the works of Tennessee Williams. And so uh, he's doing it in St. Louis, and... um, they needed somebody to photograph them, so I got to hang out with Brian. For, are you a uh, photographer a as well? Yeah. yeah, professional photographer.
0: You're a professional photographer and a PhD. candidate. we got
1: to pay the bills, Grant? You know, got to pay shit. the bills. So yeah. what are you
0: going to end up? Are you going to end up with a degree in clinical psychology that you yeah. want to be a doctor of psychology? Yeah, I would totally go to you. Would you? Just, I appreciate that. Does yeah. what's your most uh, <laughs> overriding psychological
3: problem right now? Probably. Hmm. Man, where do I begin? Oh
1: anywhere. Just pick one. Yeah, what's the fun <laughs> that comes to mind that you would thought I
0: shouldn't say that actually.
1: Lack of
3: sleep maybe? I don't know. I have to think about it. That would be a, yeah, simple, probably not not a good sure. sign. No, you have to think can't <laughs> think about it.
0: Well if you could cure one thing about yourself, you could change one thing about yourself right now, if I could introduce you to Doctor Simon.
1: From a personality standpoint?
0: I don't. Know, is that why you specialize in personality disorders? Well, I mean, I mean, you think I everything think to has an that. extent
1: is a personality disorder for is is sure. You know, I, I,
3: maybe maybe move on to her for this <laughs> oh, one. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to make That's you too play. revealing.
0: I was going to make you play a song. And oh, boy. so that would that. be an interesting question. They'd say, "What what what do you write songs about?" So that would be the same issue, right? Whatever's in your
3: mind is what you're writing about. Sometimes. Pretty much. Sometimes, Sometimes yeah. Right. I mean, it, it can go back and forth. It can be conversation or, you know. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Do you write personal stuff about your own personal issues? or
3: Sometimes. You know, if it sounds good, then the words sound good with the music. Right. Yeah. If not, I just keep, them, keep those ones under wraps. Right. <laughs> what know? are you
0: working on now?
3: Um, I've got this group, Scorpedos that just wrapped an album. Um... Which, trying to kind of finish up the mastering and start shopping right. it. So this is, not a, this is not you, this is the Scorpedos record. That's, yeah, on. me and my old buddy Jake McGregor that I started Coyotes with actually back in L.A. Um, we teamed back up and did that and should see the release in the next three to four months. And then I've been working on my own solo stuff since Coyotes broke up. And some of the dudes from Lost Body Ramblers, you know those guys? Yeah. Um, so they're kind of backing me up right now, Johnny and Kirkland, and then a few of my other buddies. So we're kind of working on their schedule and uh, working on the EP for my solo stuff. So, and then another group, Juno Dooms, and then I've been subbing in for guitar and bass for other people. I've been pretty busy, but...
0: That's exciting. Yeah. So that's good. So you've been here for how long now? 10
3: years? About 10 years. I kind of... I disappeared so to Tennessee for a little bit and then came back, but... To Nashville? Yeah.
0: You went to Nashville to try and become a country music songwriter?
3: <laughs> um, I think I went there to, to work on some personal things and th- that stuff <laughs> okay. is going on there. But uh, All right. I went there to write and get out in New Orleans for a little bit. How did
0: that go, actually? What's it like working in Nashville as a songwriter?
3: Uh, there's about like five other houses on every block filled with writers. And if you're not writing, you know that th- you know, they are. I remember being in a bar and a beer rep came up and I was like, here's the free beer, then here's my CD. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Dude. All right. So what
0: do you do? How does it work? I mean, how do you even get a foot
3: in the door there? Uh, You know, different friends that I met on the road who still live up there and, you know, used to come down here a bunch, people I grew up with in L.A. Just, you know, people, you know, build up over the years, accumulate some, some good people and, you know, it's kind of been like my second home recently, so.
0: It's like a sort of a factory town where you you write songs and try and sell
3: them to people. Yeah, and there's a lot of bad songs, a lot of bad shoes. Yeah, you know, right? I bet there are. Yeah, it's pretty
0: interesting. Okay, so what? Play us the song, then. Come on.
3: What do you think? What are you thinking of playing? Uh, I'll do I'll do a new one called Corner Store that I actually wrote when I was in Nashville. Okay. It's kind of about looking for things in all the wrong places,
1: and I think this guy should be. Oh, there we go.
0: Okay. Have you guys heard Does Mancini's work before?
4: Not till today. You heard
0: Coyotes or? Never heard of it okay, you're in for a treat There we go There we are Let's move this
3: guy over That'll be fine You got it? There we are
4: To the corner store Grabbed my keys Left my cap Dragged these dry bones Out the door One of these days I'll drop the bottle From my hand So I took a shot In Deva Where I failed to be your man Baby you ain't got the stuff Tell me now Am I good enough Tell me baby was it hard to find Give yourself some peace of mind Tell me, baby, ever got the stuff? Tell me now, am I good enough? Tell me, baby, was it hard to find? Give yourself some peace of mind my cab now was running through the door One of these days I'll drop the bottle from my hand So I took a shot in Delacroix where I failed to be your man Baby you ain't got the stuff Tell me now am I good enough? Tell me baby was it hard to find Give yourself some peace of mind. Tell me baby have you got the stuff tell me now am i good enough tell me baby was it hard to find give yourself some peace of mind
0: store and I love about your stuff and I'm sorry that almost to make you play live because the stuff the recorded stuff is so beautifully produced you produce that yourself
3: yeah a lot of it I did really you've really got a
0: perfectionist type thank you production it's really beautiful but what I like about your music too is that it comes to you find this you guys it makes you have to listen oh definitely you have to like for sure I hate to use this term because it's overused but lean in yeah it really physically makes you have to like lean in. I do it too when I listen to it on, you know on the in the in the headphones, you find yourself like leaning towards mm-hmm. the sound where it's coming from. It's very impressive songwriting. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's better than leaning back. Yeah <laughs> for sure. Whoa. I hate that term lean f- lean in
1: though don't you? I understand what you're saying, but, you know. Fine. It gets the job done. Yeah. yeah. Lean it's, in. It's people nice keep saying man.
0: lean in. Do you use that term? I haven't heard it recently. You haven't heard people say lean in? It means,
1: what does it mean? It Well, is, you know, lean in, leaning into the resistance of life, what, what have you. In this context, we're just leaning into the yeah, sound. Yeah, are physically leaning. So, yeah. yeah like this, pro- I, I'm, I'm glad that we have music that's still being played that forces us to pay attention yeah. versus tune out completely. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah it's a beautiful song yeah thank you
0: and can we steal that from anywhere on Spotify or anything
3: not yet this is one I'm I'm working on right now that's brand new that work yeah okay but right, I'm excited about that. hey listen we take
0: a very short break for just a moment and when we come back we talk about eyelashes is that something you guys know anything about
3: love eyelashes I'm losing all mine so yeah
0: (laughs) you're losing your eyelashes oh yeah I can help you right now look at this we'll be right back right
3: after this put them on
0: And we're back talking about eyelashes with Daz Mancini, Edward Simon, and the Lash Queen herself, Ingrid Victoria.
2: Hi.
0: Uh, You're known as the Lash Queen because you make these gigantic eyelashes. This is what they told me about you, that you have your own company of extravagant false eyelashes called Chimera Lashes that you can see on many popular drag queens around the nation. So you specialize in selling eyelashes to drag queens. That's um, your company.
2: Th- th- that is a large target audience. Yes, they love them. Um, we've been going to DragCon in LA and New York the past three times. I actually leave next week to go to LA for a group to house, DragCon. DragCon. Yeah. Tell
0: us about DragCon. Um,
2: what goes on there? I feel like it's similar to Mardi Gras in a way because yes. everyone goes in fabulous outfits. Mm-hmm. The costume game is on point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although it is, I feel, geared toward uh, the fans for RuPaul's Drag Race. So, you know, there's booths of all the drag queens that have been on Drag Race, and you get to meet them, and they can sign stuff and take pictures and whatnot. Um, and we had booths there. We were vending our lashes to the queens and everybody going. Um, I'm going by myself uh, this time just to kind of keep that, those relationships established.
0: Do people think you're a guy?
2: No. <laughs> Why would uh, they think uh, I'm a guy? Nobody seems
0: that you're a guy at Dragon. You like look like a guy dressed in, uh, in drag.
2: Um, people just think I, you're a woman. I do dress up because I just love dressing up. Um, there has been one occasion that I did do like a boy drag thing. So yes, maybe people thought I was a guy at that, at that point. Okay. Um, but you, no, uh, most of my costumes are just very, I think, gender neutral, um, avant-garde, fantastical realm.
0: So, so these eyelashes are about how long are they? They're obviously Um, not supposed to look real.
2: They are. No, they're definitely um, costume eyelashes. um, Very extravagant. Um, About total what? Like an inch and a half? The the length ranges through all of them. It's kind of a gradient length. Um, But this is a classic lash length. I do make um, like an extra long custom lash that actually goes to the forehead. Um, <laughs> if you, if any of y'all saw Lady Gaga's lash look, um, her bottom lashes are very, very similar to the ones that I make—the uh, the extra long, custom. How did you
0: start making eyelashes of all things?
2: Um, well, I've always been a creator. I've, you know, I've been an artist since I was a kid. Um,
0: what, what I've, were you before you made eyelashes? Are you a makeup? makeup
2: um, I have been makeup doing person? makeup art. Uh, I've been Face doing painting? Um, No, more makeup uh, stuff than face painting. I've been doing that for about four years now. Uh, before then, I was very into the textile arts, like uh, I've been sewing since high school, um, crocheting for a long time, so always making something with my hands, for sure.
0: Crochet.
2: So th- this is That's isn't... the
0: unsexiest thing ever, isn't it? <laughs> Crochet. Isn't I guess it, it? depends on
2: what you're crocheting. <laughs> I don't know. What, I've made what? some crocheted uh, like, bra tops before. Have you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Isn't that that's what the like the needle thing. It
2: is, yeah. And knitting's two needles, the so crochet's one.
0: So crochet you have in one needle. Yeah. And then what do you do? You're looping it through um, a little
2: bit. You're you're essentially making knots. Yeah, right. different kinds of patterns. Not making. Yeah.
0: And what do people normally crochet? Like it seems so stayed and old fashioned. What is
2: um so I've been a freelance artist for about seven years now. Yeah. I kinda started in the Frenchman art market, um, selling um the the things that i sewed and crocheted um my big seller was something that i made my ear-to-ear beards i actually have one uh, there cro- were they were a hot get seller. it out you crocheted and ear uh, i to might ear have to take beard. this off because i know sure cool. where is it have
0: yeah. you ever tried crocheting ever?
2: it's fun it's easier than knitting
0: me neither you ever done that in your no. multivirus? Although I have
2: idle hands, so it's just like I need to be making some. I can't even imagine shirt.
0: what it's a, it's a needle with a hook on the end. That's the I one. used to sell these in some
2: stores here, too. This fabulous. is a crocheted beard. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Okay, Jill. So. Jill. All right. Now people may mistake
2: me for a man. <laughs> that is amazing. Isn't it? It's yes. kind of like a faux fur type of yarn. That is
0: unbelievable. Wow. That's pretty
2: great. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so don't take it off yet. Okay. Keep it on for a minute. Okay, okay, so this fits your face. So you're sort of a tiny person. I
2: am. I do make different sizes. I have. So
0: you made this for a tinyish, a petite um, person. Yeah, yeah.
2: So like as I'm crocheting, I kind of measure the face.
0: Okay, so... What?
2: I'm what? inhaling the in hairs.
0: What? What is it made from? First of all, um, it's, it's soft.
2: yarn. Yeah, it is soft.
0: Touch that, you know, guys. You know,
2: touch my face. <laughs> nice. Um, it's it's a different uh, different yarn materials. Um, acrylic. <laughs> uh, what is it? It's not wool. It's it's definitely soft.
0: How do you like having a beard?
2: I mean, I like it. I call it a face warmer as well I've written a poem about it uh, sadly it? I don't have the poem uh, readily available but it's um, you know it can you don't it, remember it's the poem an, it's an easy of... disguise but it's also a face warmer it's not it much keep of a disguise because you look like
0: an absolute freak I wouldn't <laughs> you know what
2: I mean oh. no but I have worn it for like uh, what was it I think it was like Halloween or something yeah when I did that. it yeah like I had a hood on I wanted to go out but I didn't want to want to be seen really and I had it on and No one said hello to me. No one recognized wow. me.
0: I've got to tell you something. Strangely, it's strangely attractive. Oh, is it? Don't you think? Oh. Does, Edward? What do you think? In what regard? What do we? Just like <laughs> it doesn't look. It doesn't look unfeminine. Strangely, do you think?
1: I'm gonna go with it does. But that's not a bad thing, though. You know, I mean, like.
0: It's sort of interesting. I think if you had a beard as a woman, it wouldn't be that weird. Oh,
2: thank you. I'll, uh, I'll stop plucking my extra hairs that grow up. <laughs> I don't know. It's,
0: uh, I never would have, never, ever, ever in my life have I looked at a woman and thought, what would she look like with a beard? Have you? Yeah. You have? Yeah, definitely. Why, what made you think that?
1: Because, I mean, we only have... Five minuscule amount of hormones that really separate us. You yeah. know, it'd be interesting to see what some of our closest friends like of the opposite gender would look like if they were... I could see maybe you, know, you
0: would think that because you spent months dressed as a woman Sure. playing, you know, a character on stage. Yeah, sure. So I guess maybe you do think that because the other yeah, character mean. that was the other person on that in that play was Kimberly Kay who was yeah. also on the show she was yeah. also a fucking amazing actress. Yeah. And that thing, she played the part of a guy who was actually a woman you played the part mm-hmm. of a woman who's actually a guy. Yeah. It's a great play, by the way. Yeah. But. So, I guess you did think about that.
1: I think everybody Oh, there's the
0: Snapchat thing. <laughs> yes. Oh.
2: There's a Snapchat oh, yeah, app now. The, the recent filter. Says. Yeah.
1: What am I looking at? You look at Hold yourself. It's, it's a filter the that Snapchat. turns you into the yeah. opposite
2: gender. Right. I
1: am beautiful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's this new app on snapchat someone's making Whoa. a fortune out of that because everyone's here.
1: okay so anyway back this is to this is great. terrible podcasting
3: because we're just doing nothing but visual talking stuff. about yeah you're if you guys right. want to see Sarah. this please head to facebook.com slash new orleans podcast where you can see what we're doing instead of hear about it on right, the radio you
0: can and there's also photos on our website yeah, it's neworleans.com and on our instagram feed as well but why would you make a beard what for a small person, like, is it meant to be a joke or?
2: Um, kind of, yeah, but it is very functional. Um, is it? I had to take it off for a moment because it does get very it's warm. very hot. Yeah, it does. Um, but I originally saw, uh, so I was crocheting hats, scarves, everything like that, um, and I saw someone, I don't know where, making a hat, like a crocheted hat with a beard attached to it. Um, and the person I was seeing at the time said like oh my god make me this uh, But I decided to only try doing the beard instead instead of having a well, Who were you and seeing hat. at
0: the time? Was it a man or a woman?
2: Um, the, my son's father actually that's who I was seeing. Okay, so because there was a guy.
0: So <laughs> a guy, guy said to you I want you to make me a fake beard yes. out of whatever yeah. this is. And it
2: was for his birthday <laughs> okay, right and, there, right? and we went out and people had to double-take like it was kind of dim lighting So I, I mean with this color especially it's a brown <laughs> Furry beard, um, you you definitely have to take a double take um, because it looks.
0: It looks very great. How, how old hair. is your son?
2: Oh, um, he's seven now.
0: He's seven. Okay. Yeah. And what happened to this guy with the fake beard? Does he still hang around? Is he still here?
2: Uh, well, he sees his son on the weekends. Okay. So uh, he's still a part of his life.
0: All right. And you guys are getting along, or what?
2: You know, um, we have a relationship that is minimal.
0: Right. Yeah. Like I say, so you're bringing up a kid now, a boy. Yes. And is he at all like your? Is this guy your ex-husband or is?
2: Um, or just you and ex- ex-partner. ex-partner. No, we were okay. not. Um, okay.
0: So is he at all like yeah. him? <laughs> oh wow, that's him.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, check that out. That's awesome. I'm sorry, C so but well, this is <laughs> another photo. This is like a little kid who's like in drag or something. What is that? Um, yeah. You?
2: Well, I was. He saw me curling lashes, um and he doesn't like to put them on often, but that day he did. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Can I put glitter on you too? And I, it was just an impromptu photo <laughs> shoot. And he just, he soaked it up. I and mean, he was doing all those That's poses awesome. himself. It was we haven't awesome. even
0: got to the whole Lash business yet. No. But this is, I'm just having this conversation this morning. See what you think of this, because this is personally happening to you now. That you got, well, not divorced because you were never married to this guy, but you're separated from this guy. Yes. And because you presumably don't go along with him. Yes. And you don't particularly like him anymore and you don't want to live with him. But now you're bringing up a kid who's kind of like him.
2: Um, I wouldn't say that necessarily. Um, he's with me the majority of the time, so. Yeah. Um, but
0: is he ending up more like you, or does he have qualities like his of his from his father? I
2: feel like he has his own qualities. He's his own person. Um, he sees me making a lot of art and just being kind of over the top with everything. Um. He loves dancing. Uh, he's been in uh, ballet and tap classes for like the past year and a half. Uh, I think he would be a great actor. That's like awesome. he's just like off the wall. Um, Are
0: you looking to mentor somebody? Because, no,
2: I'm looking at Edward <laughs> at because he is an actor, so <laughs> no, maybe he would I, I appreciate, could appreciate that.
1: It for sure, I can definitely appreciate it.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, but I can so see him coming see, into himself. So
0: you don't feel like there's any part of your ex-partner in this kid at all.
2: I. Can't say that I do at the moment, but he is still young and he's still growing.
0: All right. What do you think of that as a psychologist? When are you going to be a doctor of psychology? (laughs) A couple years. And then what are you going to do after that? Are you going to do that full time?
2: I don't
1: know. I don't know. know. I've got time to think about it. But I do pursue other things. So you're a photographer? yeah. Yeah. Actor, musician you're a musician as well? Yeah. What do you play? Yeah, I'm a singer. Are you? Yeah, that's... Hedvig was a very logical, easy step, you know, All because right. singing rock music, I've been singing rock music since I was a teenager. You know, Have
0: you so. been in bands in New Orleans?
1: Yeah. Or yeah. ones we would have heard um it was before the internet so it didn't the nobody remembers you know anything like pre like 1999 98 I don't know. whatever i used to go out and hear music a lot back oh, hearing in the, the music enjoying it experiencing it yeah it's what, all one thing what it's just were you in? We, it was a band called face we were a heavy metal band we used to play at jimmy's music club all the time all right. um and uh yeah we we were big for a while face
2: i can't yeah.
0: remember what any of those bands because i was I was there a lot, though. Yeah. I remember uh, a band called Colonel. you remember them? Mm-hmm. And who else was there? There was the Pantera guys.
1: Were there all... Pantera, I mean, what of course, course, yeah. 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 Both, that... Jimmy Anselmo um, was Phil Anselmo's uncle, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that's why I, I believe. I believe. Yeah. There a lot. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But there was a lot of uh, metal bands and For a hot minute, there was like a little metal scene in New Orleans. It pretty yeah. much doesn't exist anymore. Right. But, uh, so did you, you have know? long
0: hair and the whole... You had a long hair and the whole sort of rock and roll type look. Did I have long hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, had the long, long hair. Yeah. So can we find photos of you?
1: Not from... Somewhere, not from that Not back, from that face. Point.
0: No, it's... You are the front man from Face.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That must have been pretty cool. It was very cool, yeah. Definitely. It uh, kept it going. I, uh, uh, we dissolved when I was in my early 20s, but I moved out to Los Angeles. I was living out there for a while and uh, I joined another band called The Knife Confession and... Uh, we were one of those sunset strip bands for a long time. Oh, that's cool! Play yeah. the Roxy yeah. song. Play the Roxy, uh, Viper Room, Whiskey Go Go. Oh wow! Knitting Factory, knife and fun stuff. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, you can find stuff about us because that was like more I'm internet right. age. But uh, right, you know, not, you not so much. Would you faith. scream or growl? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's that thing. kind of metal, not thing. like Judas Priest is no, like more like. No, I would sing. I would sing because I feel like if you can sing, you might as well sing. But right. it, uh, whenever I felt as though like it would benefit from like a flourish of like screaming or something more guttural, I would definitely uh-huh. go there for sure. Did you yeah. have
3: to train your voice to do that? Because there's like. Uh,
1: I I didn't get trained by anyone. It was just kind of like just do it one day and hope you don't embarrass yourself like you know <laughs> I, I started trying my hand at screaming when i was like 16 yeah. 17. it's, it's a like, major
3: strain on your throat too. oh for <laughs> sure
1: for sure so definitely Are like, yeah. different
3: tears do you like screech too screech
1: there's
3: like a really. scream i mean like a
1: a growl a howl
3: like a howl i mean like
1: different really like radical emotions. Do you like, mean like, like the like the old rock screams of like the '80s and stuff like that? Kind of, yeah. Oh, no, I've never done that. The only time I ever did that was when I was in um, I was in Jesus Christ Superstar, and uh, that's like a kind of a part of of uh, you know Jesus thing. Like every so often, he'll do <laughs> one of those
3: like '80s <laughs> like rock screams. <laughs> you, know? you probably have to like practice his other things like the howls sure. or like sure. you know the.
1: Yeah, it's it's. It takes a little bit more skill, but I'm not gonna say it's like high art to scream per se or anything like that. You know.
0: What was Knife Confessions' big song? Oh, we didn't have like a big song. You didn't we had like, one like song a... that was good.
1: Oh, we had a ton of great songs, but uh, it's you called know, "I Did It." We we, we <laughs> never had like a like a single or anything like that. Oh no, you didn't have if the one I song. i done that, it.
0: You didn't have the one song that you thought that every time you played it, everybody went crazy and that was the big song?
1: No, not really. Not really. We we were only together for like two and a half years, so it was like by the time we were getting momentum, we broke up. Did you move out there to be in that band? No, I moved out there after Hurricane Katrina. I was just kind of like, "Mm, what am I going to do with myself? So I just drove west.
0: Join a heavy metal band in California?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, It was fun. That you know, does sound like it was really know. fun. And then you, I see, according to the information that I did get about you from LinkedIn, mm. that you worked for Neil Strauss there, the <laughs> no, author. We're, we're going
1: to talk about Neil. Is yeah. that right? You yeah, did, really? I did, I did, yeah.
0: So it says here that you did all sorts of things. It said you developed, this is how I put a line around this, confidential marketing. Confidential? confidential. That, that's what it says right here on LinkedIn. Development of confidential marketing. I was wondering what confidential marketing is
1: exactly. I don't even remember writing that, honestly. But um, okay, well, I- if anything, I could say that it was a very okay. se- it was a very secretive organization that, that I worked for. Right. Yeah. It was well, it was closed doors, one of those types of things. Closed doors. It, w- it was like a basically like a throwback, almost to like um, a secret society, essentially, wow. like where there's only x amount of members. They all pay a very significant amount of money to be a part of it, and they share high level information amongst each other. And they bring in, like, a lot of people at the forefront of their industries to talk to these folks. So, it, wow. yeah, it was... So it's it, like it, the Illuminati. To an extent, but it wasn't front-facing. And so, you know, because anytime I would put that on my society. resume, they'd be like, hey, do you have a reference from this location? I'm like, no. Wow. Nobody C-dor, does. you have a question. Sorry. Well, what we're skirting
3: around here is
1: what Neil Strauss is famous for, which is writing the game. He's famous for, for writing the game, for sure. Right now, he's actually... Uh, Making a lot of waves for his podcast, uh, "To Live and Die in L.A." It's one of the top-rated podcasts right. in the iTunes store. Love that song. <laughs> and movie, <laughs> and movie. Right. So, but yeah, he wrote the dirt. He wrote the dirt. The Motley Crue
0: biography. And are you still? In- he wrote that. And oh, okay. He wrote Marilyn
1: Manson's biography as well.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And He was yeah. a big yeah. deal at Rolling Stone for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And he was the sort of the official sort of storyteller about the Kurt Cobain story was at he? the time when Kurt Cobain killed himself yeah. or whatever really happened. Yeah. That was, he was the sort of the authority on that subject. He was, uh, the time. that was
1: definitely his scene for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. How'd you get hooked up with him? Um, life confession? He was
1: looking for somebody. He Did he you go to a life confession gig one night no. and say, uh-uh, kid is... No, no. I was I, I was done with that by the time I worked for Neil. But, uh, you know, just... Email went out to some of his followers and things like that, and they were looking for somebody to, to head up marketing, and I just responded. Oh, wow. That was so it. you
0: got to meet a whole bunch of high level, interesting, secret people.
1: Sometimes, yeah,
0: sometimes. Can you tell any secrets now, or is it still you, someone could kill you?
1: Uh, it depends on what. Uh, I mean, nothing I would really think is like uber valuable or anything right. like that to share, you but know. I'm not really thinking about what you could tell us, but who were they is what I'm wondering. Name recognition? I don't know. But they're like... No idea. These are like super wealthy people? or for the po- most political part. Political people? For the most part. Business owners, uh, just generally affluent people, for, for sure. You know. So
0: there really is or are cabals of people who pull the levers of power just because they can And they conspire with each other to do it.
1: I don't think it was, it was like conspiracy for anything malicious but it was it was primarily about self-betterment for the most part okay. you know like if you can develop a leg up like do so you know
0: well this is who we need that they must know somebody on Broadway <laughs> why are we messing around with Brian Bat? these people right. these people must know everybody but I'm not in the society though I would just worked for them you know did they know that you're a super genius actor has anyone ever told them that no no well let's call them up and tell, I mean when they these are the people you need to to get behind I hear your you, career, I hear
1: you, I hear you need you.
0: management. Have you ever had a manager or an agent or anything? I did have an agent
1: at one point. I
0: just stopped doing it. Do you really not want to? Act? I,
1: no, I, I, like, I felt like I was making progress like you know, uh, in certain aspects, but uh, when I made my television debut, it was a month before my dad died, and I just stopped. Hmm. I just couldn't do it. Like I didn't have the mind frame to to be sending in uh, five audition tapes every single week and trying to get people to read for me and all this stuff. Like I just didn't, I was just, I had too much other stuff to worry about, focus on. You know. But
0: TV is a different medium from the stage. I don't sure know really. the
1: stage, but like here, there's not really a lot. You know, as far no, as stage can't acting. you stay here and be yeah. a successful stage actor. I mean, right. you starve to death. I would have to go to to New York. Yeah. You know, and uh, I've gone up there a couple of times and done a couple rounds of auditions and stuff. But unless you live there and they develop a recognition, you get to know some casting directors, yeah. and you know, it's like you have to really want to do. It. Yeah. yeah, you got to go all the way. It right. just didn't work out for me, you know? I'm not yet. I mean, maybe. Maybe there's like something on the horizon. <laughs> I'm just saying like the stars didn't align. I'm not right. saying I failed at anything or anything like that. I don't feel rejected or broken down surrounding the idea. It's, it's just given the circumstances of my life, it was an opportunity for me to go there and do that and pursue that and devote myself right.
0: to that. You know? It's just, you're absolutely right. It's having that kind of talent is only the beginning. Yeah. That's just a, like a buy-in to the game, basically.
1: Just so they'll even listen to yeah, you, Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah,
0: But to be able to do that is still an incredible talent. To be able to be that talented is, is an incredible gift, which most people don't have.
3: Does has it, of course. Does checked out. What <laughs> were you thinking about? I was just, you know, it's flattering. Thank you. You're I've welcome. never seen him perform, though. That could be like, you know, the... That's Highest probably a flattery. That is.
0: I don't even know. It's probably on it the before. internet. Is it? Are there, is there video from the Hedwig? No. There's no video from Hedwig. No one oh, it.
1: exists. It's just not available anywhere.
0: I can see why you're, <laughs> you're determined <laughs> to be very underground. No,
1: no, no, no. It, um, I think one day we'll we'll make it available. But I think we're I think we're going to do it again next year. Okay. And so. Are you um, want to keep it under wraps? It's not so much under wraps, it's just like, you know, if you want to incentivize people to come to see the show again, it's like, you know, right. don't, don't just put it on YouTube for free or anything like yeah, that. Okay. You know, that's I'd rather people good, come you. have the personal experience. Right. So.
0: does you want to play us another song?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay, what are you thinking of? Oh, uh, this one's called, called Remember to Forget. Remember to Forget. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you guys know Sweet Groot? Yeah, so I was I was in Nashville and my buddy Dave Shirley was was in town and he was he was playing with them but he he spent the night over at me and my buddy's place and we stayed up till like six a.m. and I I was working on the song and it was a ballad and he just you know we were pretty drunk and we were we were amped up and he just kicked into a different beat he was like just play it this way and I was like okay I don't know till this day he knows that it just totally changed like the course of the song but uh. Or even then, it's the same song. But anyway, it it changed it for the better. I'm glad we got really toasted that night and did this. So anyway.
4: Beginning to think Our love is just a chore Do you still talk in your sleep Like you're lying next to me Do you remember I still remember Sha-la-la. Mm-hmm. Sha-la-la 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 Beginning to find myself spot out in front of your door That I'm beginning to think our love is just a score Do so you still talk in your sleep Like you're lying next to me? Do you remember? I still remember Do you still Thank you.
0: Another beautiful song. Remember to forget. Gorgeous. Thank you. Now is that available anywhere? Uh, yeah, that's that's not another new one. They're all coming out at Yeah, some that point. one's
3: been recorded, though. That's okay. all, that's one of them that will probably release in the next three or four months here. When I get back into this. That's it. Yeah. Next three or four months here, I think Scorpedos will probably release that, if not my solo group and demo or something. Okay. So if someone's listening to this and they want to go see you in New Orleans somewhere or other, what's the best place to find you? We're going to be playing at a... Parker Barber's been doing this Cosmic Evenings event that just actually moved over there from the basically the motel radio house, and they're doing it in the barber shop now, which is pretty cool. We'll be there June 15th, 14th. We'll be there June 14th, and then the night before that we'll be at Bank Street Bar. That's with, June 13th, uh, that will be? Yeah, that'll be on the 13th, and that'll be with Julie Dell and Nightingale. Okay, so where is the second place? What barber shop are we talking about? Parker Barber, it's on Carondelet, just down oh, the block that, well, from like Rouse's. Yeah, Okay. It's right there. It's yeah, like I went to see Andrew Duhon play there one yeah, time yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. It's an
0: actual barbershop. Exactly.
3: <laughs> it's it's got <laughs> the. It's a, it's a swirling, pretty funny idea. It's kind of cool. Yeah. but uh, It's it, a very hipster I, sort of idea. It is. They have about 40 tickets, and once it sells out, you just you can't get yeah. it. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, I cool highly recommend
3: that as a gig. It's really cool.
0: It's like, it's, I guess it's like a listening room type. Basically.
3: That's the uh, idea. Yeah,
0: your stuff is perfect for
3: that. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. It should be good. Okay, so how do we find... You just show up, or can you get tickets? You can. There's a mm, Cosmicana Nola on Instagram. It's going to have cosmic a link to it. Con. Cosmicana. They've been doing some it's showcases. It's like Dragon, except it's yeah. cosmic. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So there, and then I, I believe Cosmic Evenings has it. You want to put the beard well. on? Yeah, I can't really grow one, so I'm actually I was interested in this. Try it on. i will kind of get patches. Since you
2: and got some stubble already, it'll totally just like stick That's like Velcro. It'll adhere nicely. <laughs>
0: No, you have to actually put it on, though, so if you put it on, you can talk. Okay, hold
3: on. Okay.
0: I got
2: this. I, I assume your face is a little bigger than mine, I so think it might my be a face little is You think it's too big? <laughs>
3: <laughs> your yeah. face is too big for it? Uh, it looks great, though. It looks good, <laughs> doesn't it? it? I should perform <laughs> yeah. like this. Look, Solid. do you want to
2: you see yourself?
0: It looks excellent. Yeah. Hey, so how many of these do you make, Ingrid, these fake beards?
2: Um, actually, they <laughs> discontinued that type of yarn, and I uh, desperately tried to find something um, very uh, very similar, um, which it's really hard to find. Who
0: discontinued um, it? Who made it?
2: Oh, I forget. It's it been years. Like I haven't made them in quite some time. Have
0: you looked on the internet?
2: I have looked all over the internet. What do you have
0: search for? Alpaca? <laughs> <laughs> Chinese?
2: Hair-like the, yarn. Hair-like <laughs> yarn. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. What was it called? You can't remember what it was called? or
2: um, I don't remember the brand. Um, I guess it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know.
0: How would you know if you don't remember it?
2: It's been a really long time since you, I've made these.
0: Edward, do you do hypnosis? <laughs> no. We could You sure you couldn't learn that? <laughs>
1: I mean, Is that, that part could, of your PhD I that they do that? No, in front it's not. Of, it's not. I mean, that could be something you could pursue, like, outside of the... The realm yeah. of like traditional clinical psychology. We can hypnotize but no. you and take you back to. You,
2: you know that's really funny you say you, that because my dad is a hypnotist.
1: <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Here's uh, the answer. Here he,
2: you He used to yeah have a clinic in the 70s. Some, He's kind of retired now. He
0: could come out of retirement for half hour to.
2: I'm take sure. you back to when you brought No, I this never yarn. really. I never really was a good subject. That's why I still have glasses.
0: <laughs> what? What's that got to do with it?
2: Uh, there's good subjects and bad subjects.
0: But what's glasses got to do with
2: it? Oh, because he's tried to hypnotize me to have 20/20 vision.
0: <laughs> can you do that?
2: Yeah, he's you can done hypnotize
0: it. someone to fix their eyesight.
3: I feel like you can maybe give someone the perception that they have better <laughs> eyesight than they do, but right. you can't alter material through hypnotism.
0: Say Rock, how do you know? It? Let's call him I'll up. try.
2: I'm sure my dad would have I've tried to you. change you, Grant. <laughs> yeah.
1: What's your dad's well.
0: Your dad had a private practice in which people paid to be hypnotized. Yes, yeah. And one of the things he could do was to improve your eyesight. Like, instead of having LASIK surgery, you could one. have hypnosis. Yeah. And it's he for real. He did a
2: lot of, like, so I think Seawalk's uh, got
0: a point. People think they can see better just like they think they're a chicken.
2: Yeah.
0: But they're not actually laying eggs, and they're not actually seeing better, or are they?
2: Well, if you don't need glasses, then he's I done it. So. You've seen it happen. Yeah, he did it to my brother.
0: Uh, okay, I'm sorry, but we have to call this guy up. Can we? Can I'm sure we, he would. Not right up. now, but we got to, He's got to be a guest on Happy Hour, surely, doesn't he? Would he come on? He would. Okay. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's exceptional, isn't
1: it? Seriously. I mean, would you come back to evidence me? evidence of of being able to change neurochemistry through different types of. Uh, hypnosis or emdr or neurofeedback things of that nature like the 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 power for the the ability for a human to heal themselves via their mind is 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 there's so much empirical evidence behind this like hypnotism has been around for a while for a reason it's not to say that it's like it is in cartoons and stuff where they like you know put the stopwatch or whatever in front of your face and like you go into a trance it doesn't really work that way
0: but does it work that you can make an actual physiological change in your body and you can improve your eyesight
1: yeah, your I, I, muscles and your eyes. Or... I wouldn't go as far maybe to say that like you could, uh, you know, bring sight back to a blind person or anything like that. But you can rewire synapses in the mind. Like you can change the activity inside of your brain, and that can influence your biology for sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you know any of this does?
0: I knew it all. <laughs>
2: could <laughs> could it all along.
0: Yeah. Can he make it, Could you make someone like sing? Like, could you give me a good singing voice? I'm sure, yeah. That's what he was talking about. Okay. I'm looking forward to meeting this guy. What's his name?
2: Eric Anderson.
0: Eric Anderson. Okay. Sounds like a guy in a a heavy metal band as well, too. Eric Anderson with a K. Eric. Okay. Do we... You think he would do it?
2: I'm sure he would. He used to go on the radio a lot, yeah.
0: And what was he on? What station? Oh,
2: I don't know. I was like, like eight when this was happening. I no Dr.
0: No Ch- Dr. Charles Mary or something like yeah, that?
2: Yeah, like he's been on the news and stuff before.
0: Oh, this was a great day for us, isn't it? There it is. You want to come back and do hypnosis every we'll, we'll
1: do a whole psychology hour. Yeah, Why it's gosh. a great Why? idea. Yeah. So you're going
0: to be a doctor of psychology <laughs> in two years, so we can go to you. And I would totally go to you. as a. What is it like therapy or what? Yeah, talk therapy. Talk therapy. Talk therapy. It's a real old-fashioned talk therapy. Yeah. No. Have you been in therapy, Ingrid?
2: Um, a little bit.
0: Did it yeah. help you? Was uh, it with a divorce situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Uh, when you were going around the circle and you missed me, like, what could you, like, use therapy for? It's definitely just to talk about when I was a single mom. That was really hard. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is difficult. We well, you still are a single mom.
2: No, I'm not. I have a partner now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: good. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations. Great, that you. makes it a lot easier, doesn't it's it? It's so
2: much easier. Yeah. The, right. The, the my so life much. has changed. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is cool. Yeah. Does are you a single mom as well?
3: Uh, it's it's complicated. Hmm.
2: Still pending. You're
3: not a mom. Though. Not a mom. Do you have kids? Don't know kids. No. He's okay. raising himself. Exactly. Single mother. Okay. Marriage so whether or not seat. you're
0: single remains a sort of matter of interpretation.
3: <laughs> no, I'm not Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> what? No, uh, it's I'm, I'm seeing somebody. Okay. It's not it's not officially this or that, but I'm you know.
0: It's heading in the right direction. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. so would you does he or she like eyelashes? She does. Okay. Yeah. This is gonna
3: Makeup though. But you know,
0: this could be a very nice gift. So be. I just want to ask one question. But I have I'm to. am so happy you're here.
2: gifting my lashes out. <laughs> well, I could
0: sell them for you. How much are they?
2: Oh, they're 25 a pair.
0: 25 bucks a pair. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. What about just one?
2: Half of that. <laughs> so it's 12.50. Yep.
0: Really? Or 25 for two?
2: No. Well.
0: What if you did, like, 14 one for, for one? or 20?
2: I mean, yeah, 14, whatever you want.
0: Well, I'm just trying to help you out and make some more money. Oh, thank you.
2: Because,
0: you know, who wants to buy one eyelash? Never? Unless you're like, you know, what is that?
2: I mean, people with one eye, perhaps.
0: Well, there are people with one eye. Yeah. I suppose. James Booker had one eye. So, listen, Happy Hour has been brought to you today by Nola Pens. This pen in my hand is one of the only pens made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak. It's a one of a kind pen, expertly crafted, and a limited edition. It's an awesome writing instrument, as everyone at the table can attest. Here. Did you try it, Ingrid? Oh, I
2: haven't. Yet. It's
0: available at nolapens.com. Mm. I highly recommend it, actually. I'm not kidding. Nice Basics and on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue will sell you lingerie and basic swimming gym. It has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Namaste Couture makes one of a kind natural gemstone jewelry soulful inspired clothes and heart-fueled intentions designed by April Love and for 20% off. All you have to do is go to namastecouture.com and write the words happy hour on the coupon code and thank you to the Positive Vibrations Foundation who are putting on Bio Boogalo this weekend and who also create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture and heritage and if you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour and for as little as one dollar a month, which is about $13 a year. Is that right? You can become a member of our Patreon family and you too can have access to exclusive stuff like our special 3D chess game, which we still haven't given away. Thank you, Asher and C-Rock who are going to be doing that any day. That's pretty much the end of Happy Hour. Ingrid Victoria has been here, Daz Mancini has been here and Doctor, soon to be, Dr. Edward Simon has been here. Yes, sir. And we'll look forward to seeing you all back here for our hypnosis special. <laughs> With, is, is he Dr. Eric Anderson or just I think hypnotist? just Eric, Anderson, Eric yeah. Anderson Okay, thank you so much That's been Happy Hour for another week The show that this week was produced by Graham DePonte, our associate producer Is April Stolp, our music producers are Monique Pyle and Christian Unruh Our technical director is Thomas Walsh Our, our Facebook live feed director put this whole thing on Facebook. And if you haven't seen it, you can go to our It's New Orleans Facebook page and watch this whole thing in video. And that person is Ashley Griffith who did that. Andrew Searock is our social media connector and fact checker. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsnewalmers.com we you can also check out many other happy hours we've made before this one, as well as other shows we make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Rashudi live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker and our award-winning podcast about death called Death, the Podcast. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la and you keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page. These photos are taken today by Jill LaFleur and you can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleur Photos. If you're listening to this on your favourite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you have one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. And if you listen to us on Spotify, you can follow us and get happy hours delivered each week. The show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in New Orleans, home of Not Your Mama's Frosé. Happy Hour is a production of Iono Broadcasting for New Orleans.com. Andrew Duhon is around the country somewhere. You can find him at andrewduhon.com and see if he's in a town near you. we will be back here in a couple of weeks. Otherwise, from everyone else around, here that, uh, around the table here at Wayfair, here and back at our office, founder broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.